My pet peeve, or at least one of them, is when someone says they're going to call and they don't. It is inconsiderate beyond belief and torturous for the person waiting for the call. When the tardy person finally decides to make the call, the excuse can sometimes be a calm and cocky, I was busy. I have trouble buying the busy excuse. When a man tells me that he hasn't called because he's busy, I quietly assume that he didn't want to talk to me or that I didn't rank high enough on the food chain. Hello and welcome. I'm Gina B and this is Stories We Tell in Bars podcast. Our opening shot today is an illustration of but one of my pet peeves <laughs> from a column that I wrote back when I was dating. And today we're here to talk about the only kind of pets that we don't like, pet peeves. But before we dive into the happy hour portion of our show, let's say hi to DJ Lee Farmer here. He is providing our music and making us sound good. And a big hello to my gorgeous Stories We Tell in Bars co-host, Jen Lancaster. Hello, gorgeous Jen here. There's a big <laughs> hello back at you. I think our topic today appeals more to you than me. I don't think that I have a lot of pet peeves. Oh, the hell you don't. No, seriously, I don't think that I'm particularly fussy. I'm sorry, have you met yourself? You have so many pet peeves that you don't even consciously acknowledge. You've written books that are full to bursting with your pet peeves. Yeah, okay. Um, well, before I prove you wrong, let's say hello to all of our listeners from the various ways that you guys find us, because I don't have pet peeves. Um, <laughs> thanks to everyone who has been downloading us, whether it's on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, um, Podbean, iHeartRadio. And if you're new to the show, welcome to our craziness. <laughs> yes, welcome. Okay, so before we get into the topic, why don't we discuss what we're drinking, stories we tell in bars, since we are drinking tonight, and I... I can sense that you're going to get riled up just thinking about all the ways that people annoy you. You are right. This might be my day for the signature Jack on the Rocks with three limes. You're hitting it hard. Yes, but you know what? This drink is only, it's less than 200 calories. And I know this because we're doing Weight Watchers and I count every single point. Yeah, I know how many calories are in Jack too. That's that's like three ounces. That's a big drink. It is a huge drink. But what's in, what's in your glass over there? I, I am drinking a white blend. You poured it for me, so I don't 100% know what it is, but it's really good. <laughs> well, whatever it, whatever it is, I know it's tasty because I chose it specifically for you. So. Okay. So, okay, why don't you update us on how our fitness challenge is going? It's so good. I love our Facebook group. Everyone's making progress. We've said this before many times, but everyone is so nice and supportive, and and we're very appreciative of that. Um, We might make this an ongoing thing. I think it's great. I really like this group. I think it's awesome. A special shout-out, of course, to our regular contributors. Yes. Yes, we love you all. Okay, if if you'd like to join, find our Facebook group, which is the Stories We Tell in Bars Fitness Challenge. Um, And with that, I... I will give the toast today. I would like to propose a toast to our fitness challenge participants because they make me happy every day reading their stuff. Cheers. I will drink to that. Now we're going to come back for the bench portion of the show where we'll get into our pet peeves and Jen will realize that she actually has a longer list than me. This is just my prediction, of course. We'll be back after a dance break. It's Jen, and we are back. And this is the Stories We Tell in Bars podcast. We're welcoming you back to the binge portion of our show, where we're going to talk about the things that completely annoy us. I have so many. Why are you so easily annoyed? I think it's because I'm an only child and I grew up alone. Except for my dad playing music, my house was pretty quiet. And I remember going to my friends' houses who had siblings and wondering if they ever had moments of silence. And actually, now I envy my friends who grew up in big families because they have so much tolerance and I basically have none. 
Oh yeah, if you if you don't like loud, you would not have wanted to have grown up in my family. Um, we lived close to them for like the first eight to ten years of my life, and mm-hmm. so I have like the big fat Italian family where I am the quietest member of the quietest, most shy, most retiring member oh of the my family. God. Like, it, you couldn't be heard unless you were shouting. I mean, that's wow. That that's all there was to it, and it was kind of chaotic. And I think that's why, honestly, why. Just noise bothers me so much. I mean, it's... I I would think it'd bother you less. No, it bothers me more. I I don't like being disturbed ever. Like, I don't think that I'm a germaphobe. Like, if something falls on the floor, I will absolutely eat it. Fletch yells at me for this. Because our (laughs) floors are not that clean. I'm going to be honest. We've got a lot of animals over there. I don't... I don't have so many things, but it's just really anything oral, A-U-R-A-L, that kind of gets me. <laughs> we were just saying on the break that I can't wait to be old and deaf and not hear shit. And I also said that I couldn't wait to be old and have Alzheimer's because I'm going to read all my favorite oh. books again. It's going to be like the first time. Bridget Jones' every Diaries, day. bring it on. You can read them every day. It'll which These are the wrong things to put in the universe, by the way. I'm just going to have to bring that up. Yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecies. Okay, okay. And, okay, anyway, so... We, we do need, I think, to get to the origin of pet peeves. Okay. I consulted a trusty favorite, Reader's Digest Online. Yes. They don't, they don't do you wrong. No. Um, and what I learned is that in some cases, pet peeves can save our lives. Ooh, do tell. Well, according to Brandon Spector, he is the author of the article, Five Pet Peeves That Are Actually Totally Justified According to Science, he has some interesting points to make. Okay, this is a quote. There are three U's that make something annoying, says NPR science correspondent Joe Palaka. For something to be categorically annoying, it must be unpleasant, unpredictable, and uncertain of duration. Think, a mosquito buzzing in your ear. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. Yep. A traffic jam with no explicable cause. That yep. makes me nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, a stranger entertaining the whole Starbucks line with his loud cell phone soliloquy. Actually, that's sort of interesting because I'm, <laughs> I'm nosy. Um, the optimists among us might write these off as simple pet peeves, unworthy of our emotional energy, but recent research into the science of annoyance, I like that, science of annoyance, cool. um, argues otherwise. The things that annoy us could actually kill us, and getting peeved is a natural expression of survival. So I am correct in my assumption that the constant drone of a crying baby might actually kill me. Mm, yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> he goes on to say the rapid grading change in volume that accompanies chair on floor or nail on chalkboard friction uh, is unpleasant, unpredictable, and uncertain, but there's an even spookier reason why screeches get under our skin. It, um, here's another quote. It turns out that fingernails on a blackboard have a similar acoustic signature to human screams, uh-huh. Palaka tells the American Psychological Association. So our prickling reaction to this screechy, screamy frequency may well be part of a deeply planted survival instinct where screams equal danger. See? So I'm not just particular. I'm afraid for my safety. You're annoyed. Why are you looking <laughs> at me like that? Tell me you don't feel that way about snoring. Okay. Snoring is a problem. Sn- <laughs> snoring is a problem. I, um, like 99% of the time, I sleep in an entirely different bedroom than Fletch. Um, you know, unless I, unless I fall asleep first, I can't be in a room 
hearing someone breathe. And Fletch also, he um, he sleep punches. Oh. And I don't think it's me, but I have woken up before with him like about to uppercut me. <laughs> I mean, it's only happened a few times. He has night terrors. Um, and then the, th- and then there is the snoring. And I, I, I can't be with my beloved when I want to put a pillow over his face. And it's nothing against him. Like, he did everything in the world to stop snoring. He lost weight. He got two different surgeries. And it's just, it's just what happens. Like, I remember... Um, a few years ago, my uh, Joanna, my old college roommate, uh-huh. and I, we decided we, we we go to the opera. We go to the opera a few times a year. It's and a cute tradition. I know I it, it is cute because we're old now. Now we're like we're like leaning into Y'all it. We're going to so be cute. old ladies, and we're not going to be able to hear each other. It's going to be great. And every day it'll <laughs> be like better. a freshman year when we meet each other when we have Alzheimer's. Anyway, okay. so we um so. Once a year, we always stay in a hotel in Chicago, which is nice mm-hmm. because, you know, we live here. So you don't get to be a tourist in your city very often. Right. Nice so, vacation. So a few years ago, like, Joanna's always finding us deals. And I had, I don't know, I think I'd had, like, a particularly good book sale or something good had gone on. I said, listen, I'm going to treat us. I'm going to treat us to a fabulous room at the peninsula. It was expensive um so we went out we did the opera it was great and it was so fun and we shared a room and at three in the morning i'm like well i could murder her because she sleep thrashes or i could just get in my car and go home so at (laughs) three in the morning i went downstairs um in the peninsula with my my twall bag and my green pants and my pink sweater and my ponytail and i went to the desk i can see that Um, so clearly yeah and i went to the desk to ask him for my car and i you know i drove a nice car Here's the thing you don't know about hotels, no matter how nice it is, and I've learned this from book tour, like leaving at 3.30 a.m. to to get on a flight. The only women who are in hotels at 3.30 in the morning are call girls. So the staff at the Peninsula assumed I was the oldest, fattest call girl they had ever seen, and none of this would have happened if I had had my own room because people shouldn't snore. See, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, pet peeve number one. All I right, think I've covered. Um, maybe. Mm. But I also happen to know that you have a whole system of neighbor-related pet peeves, as do I. It's better now that we live in the suburbs. It is. I will. I will say that um, because people are pretty far away from us. Right. But there's still this fucking poodle that lives across from us. <laughs> His name is Jeffrey. He's never gonna Jeffrey? die. Jeffrey. Oh I think God. it's actually Gatsby. But when they yell at him, like <gasps> Jeffrey, Jeffrey, like I, I. I hate this dog. It's horrible. And I love every dog. He's a black poodle. All he does, th- I mean, their property is big. Their property is probably three acres. But he stands at the gate, which is not that far from my office, and he barks at cars. He barks at trees. He barks at everything. And these aren't nice people. They've never even waved to us once in eight years. So fuck them. I hate them. Yeah. So I have called the Lake Forest police on them. Yeah, that's right. It was me. Um, because it's if the dog is outside barking for an hour, that's a nuisance. Now, this mm-hmm. happened a lot when we lived in the city. There were these neighbors. Ugh. These neighbors who had a dog that was outside all the time. It was so fucking cold. And I was worried because it was a little tiny yip-yip dog who was outside barking mm. 24 hours a day. So I, I think I, I like called animal control. And animal control told them that they had to have a dog house for him. They built him a dog house. Out of cardboard. Oh, how sad! It was, oh. and then and then apparently that didn't work, so they threw it away. So I brought that cardboard doghouse into my house because I'm like I'm taking pictures of this because no one would believe it, and the cats were like, "This is amazing." 
Oh, they could so, scratch it. I mean, that's a pet peeve because if you See, hear a dog two. that's barking, uh-huh. it's a dog that is in discomfort. Right. That bothers me. Yes. Like, crying babies don't bother me that much unless it's at a really nice restaurant and it's like nine o'clock at night. Like, I never am bothered oh, by children at Blame. lunch, by children in family restaurants. But if it's if it's a place that's after kids' bedtimes, then we have a problem. What if it's a child kicking your seat on an airplane? I'm not a fan of that. Doesn't that make you want to just do an I'm amputation? Not a, I'm yeah. not a fan of that. Um, but I, I, that that doesn't make me want to murder anyone. That's just like, ugh. because I think, I mean, I, I don't fit that well into an airplane seat. And if I'm not in first class, then I'm always like, yeah, well, you don't I, I, I'm need. I'm probably kicking people too. So you I'm, don't need little Murgatroyd behind you just railing on your seat and her parents not controlling her. But you know what? I, I have the neighbors, two problems. Um, on the south and at the north end i have neighbors that have these two braying dogs Ugh. like beagles or whatever they are they're, they're cute but they're you know i mean they yeah. are super loud in the morning and and everything is entertaining to them that they like <laughs> to bark at and so they've only gotten to the point where they don't bark at me any longer which is great but i'd love for them to stop barking at everybody else well if they're That'd barking awesome at too. you at least you have eye contact with them it's when you're inside on a on a call See, or something this is the thing you can hear him. The other neighbor, and you know, I hate to say this, but that this dog passed away, which I was not that upset about because mm. this guy used to let his dog run down to my front yard and just shit everywhere. Oh. And and it was I was afraid when the snow would melt, um, the the new title for my yard would be Fifty Shades of Shit oh. because yeah, it, it doesn't disappear in the snow. You would think it would. It doesn't. It does not. It, it just, just stays there. It's petrifies. like putting a stake in the freezer. It's there. And then you just got it. And and so the funny part is the dog's name was Boo Boo, <laughs> <laughs> but Boo Boo's no longer with us, and I had nothing to do with it. So anyway, he's gone. Okay. In in terms of problems, you have me on at least two. What what other pet peeves do you have? That seems like there's so many. Yes, I have. I'm a noise person, so I get super annoyed by any weird noises, um, any sounds that are consistent. Like, for example, Lee has a water bottle, and it's one of those metal water bottles that has mm-hmm. a cap that you screw on. Yeah. And it goes, <laughs> and Lee drinks a lot of water. And he drinks Just a lot of water. Just leave the cap off. He drinks Just it. Just leave the cap off. No, because Lee's clumsy. So then what else will happen if I leave the cap off is it'll kick it over. Uh. And there'll be water all over the floor. So I'm trying to determine whether it's more annoying to have to clean up water or to hear, eh, 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 and I'm not really sure. So he drinks water. He'll get up in the middle of the night. Our household is kind of annoying because both of us wake up during the course of the night several times. Leo, wake up, go to the bathroom and drink more water. I was going to say, that's called being, I was going to say your age, but it's called being over 30. Well, but you know what? It's, it's, he just, du- I mean, he just, he stays up late for one. Mm-hmm. Really half the problem is he stays up super late. And then when he finally goes to sleep, he wakes up again. Ee, 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 he's drinking water, which of course wakes me up. And he goes, you're the lightest sleeper. Well, you know what, motherfucker? That yeah. water bottle is so loud and annoying. So that's, that's one of mine. I'm just a noise person. We used to do. Makes um, me want to kill him. We would buy a lot of bottled water. We've since gotten the water bubbler because yes. of you guys. Uh-huh. So, um, so we, we don't really have the plastic bottle problem anymore. And also after Hurricane get Harvey, a metal I bottle. thought that one's mine. Aluminum. Hurricane Harvey was on me. It's because I was not great at recycling. I'm mm-hmm. very good about recycling now. But we'd had these plastic bottles, and they were the ones that you could crush. And Flesh would always finish his water and crush them. And that's a bet. And he's not doing anything wrong. That's, I think... The the thing he's not doing anything wrong, but just a like. Well, now I want to murder you. Uh huh. See, 
See? And I feel like this goes against the vows we took in the casino when the pit boss got <laughs> married us, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like those doctor vows do no harm, right? Yeah. Um, but see, you know, you see that you're racking up see, I don't, more okay. pet peeves. So there's another one, but at least I wasn't violent about it. I'm trying to think of other things that bother me. I well, I just fun. don't like when people are rude. I mean, I just, that's that's probably, I don't like when I see people stiff the the cashier at at Starbucks, so then I have to be an asshole. Here's five dollars because I tip. Like, See, these are pet peeves. Then pop- what do you what? You have more than you think. And just to show you how opposite that we can be, I hate when people drive too slow. Well, then you do not want to be on the highway with me because I don't like when everyone in this town drives so goddamn fast. <laughs> not just no no not just in good weather. And like there was um what's his name comedian um George what's his name I love him Lopez. No, no, no. Uh, old guy. George Wallace. Oh, George Wallace. Yeah, who, yeah. Who, who was from Chicago, and he said that anything going less than 65 miles an hour on Chicago expressways is considered a house. Absolutely. So I'm a house. I, I don't... I don't feel safe going very fast, especially when there's a lot of cars on the road. And like, since we're doing these these classes on Sunday, like every Sunday we sign up for these classes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, it's gonna snow every Sunday in January and February. And so far, it has. So every week, I've got I'm driving home on the expressway, which is not plowed. It's not salted. It's like, do we have no money, Illinois? Is that what it is? That's pretty much and what it is. It's it's deathly dangerous and people are zipping past me at 50 miles an hour go fuck yourself oh 50 wow i mean they're going so fast so it just it makes me nervous i just want people to be safe because i like my life and i don't want to die because you're an asshole that fair point i'm like i just like to drive fast that's just me so now what about social habits what do you hate i i don't like when people constantly interrupt or talk over me when I'm talking. I let me get my story out. Right. You know, like I don't like derailers. You know, like <sighs> we'll be on one subject and it will be like the, uh, like a Pavlovian bell. Oh, you said taco. Let me derail this conversation aggressively, and we'll talk about this tacos thing where I don't get to tell you my story about having tacos with Beyonce. Right. I have not had tacos with Beyonce. That's just an example. Let, let me get my fucking story out. Let me get it out. Exactly. You know? That drives me a little bit batshit crazy. You're right about that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, also, I don't like conversation alienators. Uh, you know, yeah, like when you're in a group yeah. of people and, and you want to hear the one whole group, there's one person that will, that will isolate you. Like, so how are you? I'm listening. That's I'm how listening I am. to the entire conversation. I, I, I'm bitch, participating in the whole group. Right. So exactly. let's, let's do that. So, but I think, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to social interaction, right? And I, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not on board with it because you hate hugging. I don't really hate hugging per se, but I do hate hugging people. That's why people. I always hug you. I, I know. always hug but you. But I don't Fuck mind you. you hugging me because I know you, okay? And I know you're not like a, like a germ factory. It freaks me out, quite honestly. I mean, and you're not a groper. But what annoys me is that when people are huggers, the default tends to be to hug. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is if I meet a new person and I extend my hand to shake which is what you do in polite society. And somebody pushes my hand to the side and they grab me. I'd rather hug than shake. And they say, I'm a hugger. 
Like, and then, but, but now I'm forced into this hugger, a hugging situation. And I, I just, it just grosses me out. I'm like, why, why is the default to hug? Um, the default should be to, to make it so that everyone's comfortable. And I, I would, not honest to God, hugging. I would rather hug. And that's even with me thinking, really? I wonder what they think of my back fat. Like when they get their hands on my back, I'm like, I, like I, I have actually asked Fletcher, like, what does it feel like? Is it like a garbage bag full of gelatin? Like, what is it? Is it, is my back solid? Is it squishy? Like, I'm like. It concerns me, but not enough that I want to grab their hand instead. I don't want to smell anything. Like uh, when you're in someone's personal space, like a hug, yeah. that means that you're bare. I mean, depending on how the height differential, I mean, it just, you could just, you're too close and you don't know what someone's been exposed to. I'm always to. fragrant. I am always fragrant. You My are fragrant. No, always clean. You are fragrant. I will hug you all day. You are fragrant. You are clean. I do not mind hugging you. But it's I shower the, three to four times a day. The stranger. Just because of gym stuff. I mean, not just yeah. I, not because I have a problem. Because you have a shower problem. Okay. I, I swear I like up to two times, three or four times a day is not. That's not that's, that's a lot, and that would no, that's not make accurate. me want to put that you into some sort of clinic. Right, okay. Right, right. So, so I'm glad you clarified that. But no, I just don't like to smell people. Like, I, if I don't know you, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had some very bad, like, smells and circumstances with people that are very excited to hug. Yeah. There's this guy that I know. I've known him forever, and um, I call him Stinky Steve. And you have a lot of people <laughs> with names of fragrances in their name. Cause I know that you've also talked about funky Mike. So funky Mike, stinky Steve, who else is there? Why is he stinky? There's the breath brothers. Oh, there's <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> are, these are real people. Yes, they are. They are. What? I got assaulted by the breath brothers a couple weeks ago. And I thought I there's was going to fall them? over. Yeah. Well, they're, they're not brothers, but they both, they, they, wow. Their breath is just, is it just coffee and cigarettes? It's, 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 it's acid feet. I don't know what it is. Oh. It's, just, it's like, they, it's like they've had a shit shake for lunch or something. <laughs> Do you think it's that they don't floss? I think they have gastrointestinal problems. I don't know. But bottom line is these are the things that you're subjected to when you get too close to people. And, and and they're the ones that are like, let me give you a hug. No, thank you. My olfactory nerves are operating just fine without being all up close and personal with your funk. I'm good. I, okay, I have never had an issue hugging once except for one person one time and i remember it because it was just a one thing and it was it was a fine hug and then he just didn't let go. Just See? It, me too. It, it was at an event, just didn't <laughs> let go. Um, Stacy and I were there, uh, our friend Stacy, who's another author. We had done an event, and uh, after it was over, I turned to her and I said, I think he wants to make um, a suit. Out. Out of, no, he wants to make a suit out of our skin. Like, <sighs> he's looking at both of us, feeling us to see which one of us would be better to make a suit out of our skin. And Stacy's like, oh, we'd both have to outrun him. I'm like, no, just one of us would have to outrun him. Like... Sorry, you're on your own. Right. Like, I'm not going to be... I'm gone. I'm not going to be your vest. See, this is... I mean... And, and I have really sensitive s- sense of smell. Like, I can, Well, you, we've said I'm that. I'm the one. You and I both have the sense... Like, wolf uh-huh. smell. Wolf smell. Clark like, Clark I can smell... I can smell when someone's delivering a pizza outside. I can they smell have, when someone's smoking in another car. Yeah. See? You can smell that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so when you have that kind of sensitivity then you just don't want to subject yourself to anything that you don't have to. That's my whole thing with hugging. I just don't know people very well. I prefer not to hug. Once I get to know you, absolutely, I'll go in with a hug. Yeah. But like not not initially. The other thing that I don't like is is I get kind of weirded out with someone like eating off my plate. Oh, yeah. 
You might get stabbed for that. Yeah. Like Lee doesn't even do that. We don't eat off each other's plates. Fletch won't ever use my straw. Fletch, is, Fletch has like a, uh, he I won't drink him. out of straws. And if I hand him something like, oh, this drink is really good, taste it. He will maneuver around my straw. You know what people do with straws? That's the reason. Like people will chew on straws. They start cleaning their teeth with straw. I don't drink out of anybody. I mean, I don't, I don't drink behind people, but I, I really. I'm married to him. Well, I know, I, but that doesn't mean that. Do you use his toothbrush? I have. Really? Oh, the look on Does his he know face that? right now. I no, don't think he knows okay, that. Okay, I haven't used his toothbrush in like 20 years, but there were a few times that Fletch I stayed over like, at his place oh, in college, shit. and <laughs> I used his toothbrush because fuck you. I mean, it's it's fine. It's it's You're my husband. I'm going to use your toothbrush if I want to use your toothbrush. Some guy that I was just dating just, once used my toothbrush, and I was like, you're done. We were done after that. I mean, I don't... I, okay, don't touch my things. Right. I, I will agree with you there. Yeah, it just grosses me out. I'm, I'm getting all skeeved out just thinking about it, actually. <sighs> Would you use Lee's toothbrush? No. Would he use yours? Uh-uh. See, I don't we have um we have a we have a few bathrooms in our house. Um and there's there's one toilet that's mine for big business. And f- <laughs> <laughs> what would you call it? People big, go to the bathroom. Big business. What would you call it? I, I don't know. I, I don't want to be I don't want to be gross, <gasps> but I have one toilet that's mine for big business. Um, Fletch has his own toilet for big business. We've been in this house for eight years. I have never once used his toilet. I have oh, okay. never once used his toilet. I don't know that you've ever used mine, but it's nice. It's like it's like good. It's got like it's Oh, like okay. a good bowl to seat ratio. It's it's a good toilet. Bowl to seat ratio. I don't know. I don't like Is when that the, a it's, thing. Is it I, an elongated bowl? Yeah, it's the elongated one. It's like the see, little mini ones. Too. Okay, this this does make me crazy in hotels. Um, if I go to a hotel room and they have the split seat, I'm like, this is a horrible hotel. I need oh, to leave. Not the seat that goes all yeah, the way. Yeah, like why would it be split? Yeah, I never thought about that, I but hate that those. is annoying. The What's public school bathroom seat? Yeah. Yeah. yeah why, why? I do have some issues on public bathrooms. Oh. I. I okay, that's. See, maybe I do have. We some are racking foods. these maybe up I... like there's no tomorrow. And I don't want to see inside your mouth when you chew. Just okay, keep your mouth closed. We've got I don't want to see it. How many is that, people? I what think... are we? Are we up to six. I think we're up to. I'll yeah. use your toothbrush. <laughs> I won't use somebody else's toothbrush. I'll use your toothbrush. And it was 20 years ago, and that's when I used to blow my nose on your tie. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, things have things have gotten the somewhat better. Still... The fun keeps coming over here. Yeah, and that's when I used to have a terribly, terribly messy apartment, and you would call, like, the piles my rat nest, because it would just be aprons. It was waitressing. I was in college. It would be aprons and magazines and socks, and it just it would just pets. be all the things. Oh, yeah, I had six cats. You oh, dated a girl God. with six cats. What's wrong with you? I don't know what I was saying. No, I don't know either. Anyway. Okay, all this is, like, I just, I need to, Okay. maybe but I need to drink. I might I might have pet peeves. I I I was gonna calm you down, but I might need to calm me down. See you. I'm gonna calm down with a big hug. So we'll, <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Stories We Tell in Bars with me, Jen Lancaster, and my podcast partner, Gina B. We are back, and we're talking about our pet peeves. I was going to ask you if you've calmed down now, but I think I'm more spun up, because on the break, um, Fletch is here. He, is, he, is, he drove me again so I could so I could drink today. And we're uh, asking him, like, I don't have a lot of pet peeves, do I? And he just, like, laughed. And he said, you have so many, and they're so embedded into your personality. Uh-huh. Um, okay, here's one. 
I have so much trouble watching Scandal because Olivia Pope won't keep her goddamn fingers off the bowl of her wine glass. She's an, what is it called, an onophile? She's a wine expert. Get your goddamn fingers off the bowl oh, of your glass. She, oh, hold I see. Hold the stem. Yeah. Hold the stem. Oh, hold the stem. See, I use these, um, I use those, um... Stemless. Well, yeah, but these are stemless. Classes. This is this is this is the European way of doing it. But when you have the bowl, don't touch. When you have a stem, don't touch the bowl. And she's sitting there eating popcorn, and then touch, touch, touch the glass, and you know <laughs> how greasy that is. You can't eat popcorn then touch glass. You can't do it. The pet peeves just keep on coming, don't they? Um, Wusa. <sighs> You started this. I did. I was fine before this podcast. <laughs> well, you know what? Okay, I found a list of the biggest pet peeves on Ranker.com. Oh, I love Ranker. And some of them, oh, you know Ranker? Okay, so for those who don't, it's a large database of opinions with over 250 million votes gathered on 1 million items. And so, of course, several thousand people have voted on their pet peeves. I was going to say this should be interesting, but this should be triggering. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> triggering. I promise you. I won't go through all of them, but here are a few. And the leading pet peeve is when people copy your idea but get credit for it. And I know for a fact that you hate that one. I hate that one because I've lived that one. Ding, I, ding, ding. Uh, it's the leading pet peeve. The, that, that makes me mad. Mm-hmm. That makes me mad. See? Okay, we've got that. Yes, okay. fine. And the second one we've already talked about interrupting, but the third is, <laughs> this is funny, messy or unflushed shared toilets. And we've already made clear that you two don't share toilets for the big business. <laughs> okay. I, I do have some bathroom issues. I have some bathroom issues and I would rather hold it for like 18 to 20 years than use a public toilet. So if you see me using a public toilet, that means I have had way, way, way too much iced tea because it bothers me. And it's not even the germs. It's because people are fucking disgusting. They are so disgusting. You know, I hover. I have great quads. I hover. If there is splashback, it gets oh. wiped off. Uh-huh. For fuck's sake, wipe it off. Wipe Wait. it off. How, how, how is that hard? It's just... Because... Some people sit. Nobody wants to sit on a wet seat. Like, oh my God. I have nightmares about the toilets at the beach because people sit on them. They're Uh wet. They're sandy. When I have nightmares, when I'm under stress about something, I dream about dirty toilets. Oh God. That's the really, really bad. See? Yeah. We're racking them up for you. And then you're the one that thought that you didn't have any pet peeves. Hmm. Um... So I'm, I'm skipping some of these, but number seven hits home, which is not covering your mouth when someone, when you sneeze or cough. Okay, that's gross, but it happens every day and it is cold and flu season. I don't like when people turn their head to cough. This happened to us two weeks ago. We were sitting, we were at Lady Gregory's between our classes and there was this guy who was clearly just getting over something <laughs> and he kept turning his face away from his friends and coughing on and us. And toward like, us. What? Dude. C- come on. Like, yeah. Okay. You know what? The coughing doesn't even bother me so much as the sniffling. Since Fletch has had so many sinus surgeries, um, he can't blow so much as he can only sniffle back. Oh, that's bad. Uh Uh-huh. He does this. He's like a hork kind of sound. (laughs) It's bad. Leo does that though. Leo hork all day if you let him. Oh, it's bad. And then the chewing. The chewing also. What is wrong? Because he's basically had his sinuses all cleared out, and none of this is his fault. He's oh, he's the look he's giving me right now. None of this is his fault. It's just, it's like he, yeah. And also, he has like a giant pumpkin head, and his sinuses are just, are just 
You do what? You have a pumpkin head. I can put up a picture. You have a giant because you have a giant brain. You have a big handsome face on a pumpkin head. What? Oh, Stop up, laughing. Jen. That's clean not funny. But the problem is because his sinuses are all empty because he's had so many. Um, he's had so many oh, surgeries. Man. It's an echo chamber. So it's not his <laughs> mouth. Uvula for you. I know he did. He did. He he gave up what, his uvula for me. So when he chews, the sound comes. It's it. like it's gone. It's gone. <gasps> it's gone. Go look. Go look. It's no weird. It's creepy. Uvula? It's, okay, it's a little look. bit weird. I don't look. But when he chews, the sound amplifies in his temples. So we have to have the TV on or music like loud or he chews too loud for me. And then I yell at him. He's like, I can't chew any less loud because it's not smacky, smacky mouth noise. It's just the sound of his head working his food. Wow, this is complex. No, I I always try to record it. You're like, turn your phone off. You're not going to record me chewing. Yeah, that, that is really okay. Yeah, okay, see, so, your, so your pet peeves are pet actually I, surpassing mine. I'm just gonna say. Um, so, oh no, no, no. Okay, this is not a pet peeve. This is what we is eat dinner generally, and if we're um, even at the at the table, we'll have the TV on. But we've just been lazy lately and have been eating in front of the TV up in the media room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Okay, I'm a gobbler. I eat fast, especially because I've been dieting. So when it's time for dinner, I, I'm hungry. Like, I you're need getting to eat it right in. now. Right. So I am. I'm getting it in. I mean, I don't think. Well, Fletch says I chew like a duck. Bite, 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 swallow. Um, that's probably true. It's probably true. But if we're watching a show, first of all, he he he's a doddler. Just getting things opening, getting things arranged. <laughs> all my fries are gone. I'm halfway into the burger. By the time he has his meal arrayed the way he wants. So we usually, um, like if we're just having regular dinner, we'll watch Tiny House Hunters. Like I'll be done before they even get to like the second house. Boom, done. Like I am finished. He will eat for two whole Tiny House Hunters. If we get something he particularly <laughs> enjoys, like pizza, he'll eat for a whole Chicago fire and then half a sitcom. He's like, savoring. It, it's an hour to eat a meal. Now, do you does this fledge? Yeah, I also have to stop chewing when there's a commercial. Or he has to stop chewing when there's a commercial. Is that what you're saying? So well, because you, you will mute over oh, the commercial, and with then all that. I don't, okay. I can't, I can't hear yeah, you. Okay, well, that's oh, the sound of people kissing on TV that makes me want to. That drives you crazy too. Vein. Yeah, it's mouth noises. See, this is okay. Misonophobia. It's a real thing. Once again, um, you have a lot of these. these. <laughs> I didn't. Again, you didn't you've, know. You've triggered me. See, I know you well. Okay, so number eight is a lack of respect for others' opinions, and number nine, although I mentioned it earlier, bears repeating: parents letting toddlers scream in public. I I don't love this, but I think I'm probably a little bit more compassionate about this than you. Because here's the thing: like, I mean, some some kids are special needs kids. You know, some kids are are you know have autism and they're they're making noises that they can't control. And I am so on board with that. Although this happened to um, one of our friends on a plane. Um, no, Stacy. Stacy was on a plane, <laughs> and there was a kid who screamed the entire time, like pissed the whole plane off. Like kid old enough to like know better and shouldn't be screaming. So they're at baggage claim, and everyone's sort of like kind of winky. Like this was this was making her nuts. And the woman who was sitting next to Stacy turned to the woman who had the child and said, listen, I get it. My child is autistic as well. And the lady's <laughs> like, my kid doesn't have autism. And Stacy had to excuse herself because she was going to wet her fucking pants. <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I make fine if you have I, a special I, needs kid. I want to be compassionate, so I rarely, rarely, rarely give anybody with kids the stink eye. Um, I try to be cool there again, unless it's after 9 p.m. and we're at a place where entrees are more than thirty dollars. That's annoying, but I just, you know what? I fly a lot, and um, you know, I would pay extra for a non-child airline. Parents I would pay extra so for a would. non-child airline. Oh my god! Nobody would wants I... to have the kid with the crying. Nobody wants. Nobody that. likes that. I mean, it's just it's so uncomfortable. But I mean, there are, and we're not even talking about airplanes right now. I'm talking about. Parents who, there's a certain thing called parental hearing. Right. And I don't have it. Yeah. And I, you don't either because you don't have kids. No, no. But there, parents cannot for some reason hear or they can tune out crying children. Yeah. And for me, it's like that nails in a chalkboard yeah. thing. It is the most, because I don't, this is not my life. Like I don't have right. crying kids. There are people that can sit and very peacefully eat their meal while their kid is losing their shit. Yeah. And my point is, you know, can you maybe not ruin this for the rest of us? I, I just, I mean, my thing is I really want, do want to be respectful to the people around me. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be mad at the kid so much as I would be mad at the parents. Exactly. Well, this is the problem. It's the parents. I mean, do something like take the kid out. And I really hate when people, this drives me crazy, when people bring kids to movies that they shouldn't, where they shouldn't be, right? Yeah. And it's, it's really just because you want to see a movie and you have no sitter. That's yeah. really what oh, it yeah, is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the kid, it's an adult movie. Kids yeah. shouldn't be there anyway. And then the kid starts, starts crying and the parent won't take the kid out of the movie because they don't want to miss any of the movie. Right, right. Guess what? The rest of us are missing the movie. Yeah. And maybe... Get childcare and don't bring the kid to an eight o'clock show. Um, movie theaters are getting getting hip to this, and they're not letting parents in with, That's nice. with kids after a certain time. Thank God, but because you have to save people from themselves, right. they don't have any. any well, that sense. just that just made me think of um, the, this, this this meal that Fletch and I had with my family like fifteen years ago that we used to call my dinner with Elvis. It's our favorite bad story. I don't know that I've ever told you I my dinner with Elvis. I don't think I know Elvis. this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, we went to... Um, we were down at Purdue for something. I don't remember what, but my brother was up with his wife, and they had um, a toddler and a baby, and my parents were there. We were all meeting at Purdue for, for some reason. We were at a really nice restaurant. It was like midday, mm-hmm. and my brother had... Well, this is just a whole thing. But my brother had... So I hope you have time for this. Fletch yeah. is already laughing. We were late because Fletch had a migraine. We had to stop and get like migraine medicine. Um, so we were late. So by the time we got there, my dad had already had three scotches. Three scotches equal mentioning that Hitler didn't always have it wrong. Oh, my number God. One. So that's okay. number one. Okay. <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't racism so much as anti-Semitism. But really, either but really you know, not six good. of one either half way. dozen right. the other. Okay, he admired his organization. So, okay, so (gasps) number one, there was that. Number two, my brother, who is who is a big man, um, had where's stop stop. We're not gonna we're not gonna. There's there's so many other facets to this facets facets to this story. He wears glasses, um, but his glasses were in the car, so he was wearing his prescription sunglasses, which were giant gold (laughs) Elvis aviators and he's a big guy and we were sitting like up on this like balcony and there was an atrium is he so short he or was, just wide he's not a big guy he, he's, he's a big guy but he is not a tall man <sighs> let's put it he's about it, like five foot nothing 
No, he's no, he's like five ten, but he was big. So he was sitting in a way that the waiters had to walk around the entire atrium because he wouldn't move. I'm like, Todd, you gotta get out of the way. He's like, Why? I'm the customer. I'm allowed to sit here. Like, but but this guy is carrying nineteen prime ribs. So he has to go around. So it's this whole thing. Like we had the screaming children at the table. Like my mom just like was she like pulling (laughs) green beans out of her purse? It was. I mean. She was like just collecting oh other God. people's dirty glasses so the kid could like do things with it. There were boats. There were, it was just, it was horrible. And then the kicker was the baby needed his diaper change. So, you know, imagine my brother sitting there like a giant toad in giant Elvis glasses, <laughs> the waiters staring us down, my father talking about the Third Reich, Fletch <laughs> wanting to stick a steak knife into his head because it hurt so much. And and then my mother's like, well, I'll just change the baby here. Oh, my God, at the at table. the table. Oh. It was a $30, it was the nicest restaurant in Lafayette. People are staring at us. I'm like, Mom, take him to the bathroom. And, and this is what I got. <laughs> this is my biggest trigger of all. She looked at me. She said, oh, Jennifer, it's fine. You have a shitty diaper at the table. It is not fine. This is the definition of not fine. <laughs> I cried all the way back to Chicago saying, I can't believe this is my DNA. I can't believe it. Did I miss any part of that story? I mean, I did condense oh it down. God. Yeah, that's, that sounds it. Yeah, that's what, wow. we, that's what we refer to. You, you may have I heard have us refer to my story, dinner with Elvis. But I never knew the whole but thing. But yeah, it was bad. That's and just, just with the... With the Oh, again with the, with, with the anti-Semitic it just all of That's it awful. every part of it was just what See? were we talking about I'm sorry That's okay we got off we got so little but it was a, it was really worth oh, it oh I guess that was we were talking about toddlers screaming in public so we yeah, were that was us and so I think Todd that was, toddlers. that was our last Todd's toddler Baby shitting at the dinner table. That's yeah, a pet, that's, 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 a that's pet peeve. On the table. Yeah, we'll just okay. change. And I might then not eat my, dinner tonight. Then my mom left the diaper there for the waitress. Oh my god! Because what was she gonna do? It put it in her purse. I remember well, if one night. Gone to the bathroom. You can just throw that shit away. But, because they have changing Pardon tables the there. Pun. It was a very nice restaurant. There, you know, they had a minivan. Something like, come on, like. Oh, you realize that the wait staff is still telling that story to this day. I hope they do. I, I bet they are. Honestly, hope remember they that do. family where they changed the baby? I, I bet they're telling that story. Oh yeah, because also like like we were not like there. Um, do you ever, have you ever seen the show The Goldbergs? I don't think so. Oh yeah. Well, um, there was an episode a few weeks ago where they were all going out to dinner, and the youngest Goldberg's girlfriend was there, and he's like, "Oh, you don't want any part of this. This is bad because you've never seen my family at a restaurant." Um, like the, the Lancaster family was not great in restaurants, mm-hmm. and I don't know why because we went out all the time, um, but. Like we're we're talking the the when Harry met Sally on the side blah 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 of course and then someone was always bringing my dad the wrong entree and then he would eat it all and then tell them he got it wrong so then he would get the second meal it was just I mean it was like every every <laughs> there are people who write stories about being angry waiters and waitresses and I guarantee they're talking about my family that guarantee. is hilarious yeah hilarious that really kind of makes number 32 um, pale 
in comparison to that story, which is the one that I thought was gross, which was not washing your hands in the bathroom. Well, there are truly a lot of disgusting people in this world. Um, and those are the people that always want to cook for you. Have you noticed this? Uh, I, oh my God, I knew this woman years ago. No, my brother didn't ago. wash his hands because he was like, I didn't pee on my hands. Be- no, of course you didn't, Elvis. Why would you? See, <clears throat> I don't talk uh, to any of these people anymore. FYI. Yeah, I can see why. I'm, the the picture is becoming really clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew a woman a long time ago who just wouldn't wash her hands. And even if she were in the bathroom with you and you washed your hands, she would stand there and, and talk to you while you washed your hands. What would be the purpose and for not, not? Like, what is there? Like, what is would there be? an aversion to soap? I don't know. I really, I, I was going to break down nasty. And then she's like, do you want to come over for dinner? Oh, hell no. Pretty much no. Mm-mm. Don't want to do that. Because why Mm-mm. would I want to go to your house when I've seen... The level of hygiene that you do not employ when you—I don't know. I just oh, couldn't. you remember the, the like the first time I had you over for dinner with a group of people? Because here's the thing: I try oh. really hard because I know the DNA I'm fighting against. So I try really, really <laughs> hard. So it was when we lived on Kimball and I had you over. It's when I had just that wasn't um, our like, first time you had me over for dinner. But no, that's but it was like our definitely. first big party. It was like yeah, the first time party. I really cooked. For everybody. So I had like five or six people over and I had made, I don't know, I had made some sort of blender drink and I included a bottle of vodka and it wasn't a recipe I'd made before and I forgot to tell anybody there was vodka and it's so real shit housed. Number one, Fletch was late. He was supposed to work the grill because I didn't know how to work the grill then. So everything was taking a really long time. And I mean, here's the thing. I know that I am gross in my own ways, especially when it comes to pets because we used to have this cat who I would, um, Bones, he bones. would like pull on my arm if I was eating something and then he wants something out of my mouth. So I would just give it to him out of my mouth. So it's like, you know what? get your fork the day that I was Oh yeah. So, so he was, he was like pulling, trying to pull my fork down. I mean, so this, this, this whole dinner party just went to hell because drunk. And then you, I think it was you that went into the kitchen and you're like, Hey, (laughs) do you want the cats on the counter eating the chicken? (laughs) No. I thought maybe she put it there for them because they were no, they were was, like it was a platter. I walked was, in and the cats. It was like someone had rung a bell. Yeah, and it was they were swarming. The yeah, you're right. They yeah. were swarming. Um, so, so I am not without fault. I just want to be real clear on that. Okay. Well, you're also not without pet peeve. Right. Right. Okay. okay uh, well, you know what? On that note, let's talk about something constructive, like how we overcome our pet peeves. Okay. So what's your suggestion there? Maybe we should embrace our annoyances. Okay. Seriously. Now, back back to the Reader's Digest article. They say that we should identify the potential survival threats that our bodies are trying to warn us about and, and then move on. So when Fletch is chewing really loud? I will embrace it. And when he's snoring? I will move on to the next room. Or whatever keeps me from suffocating him. Because he really does try hard. <laughs> <laughs> he tried... Survival instinct is chewing... It- <laughs> I, miso, misophonia is a thing. I, I don't know. So, so what about when Lee is screwing the top on his squeaky water bottle? Well, what from what you suggest, I will ignore him because it's not going to kill me allegedly. Okay. But you have a point. It's really not good to hold on to all of that irritation on a micro level. But as the article also suggests, we have to choose what we respond to because it's usually nature's way of telling us to pay attention. <gasps> I completely forgot about gum snapping. See. Oh, Jesus Christ. This, 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 this is a bad podcast, Gina, because you're just making me annoyed. Um, the one thing that will make me lose my shit in public is someone snapping their gum. I am polite. 
I, I, I might give you like the private stink eye, but if you are snapping your gum, I, I cannot control myself. I mean, I have yelled at people like in college classes for chewing their gum too loudly. Mm -hmm. I have disciplined people in stores. Um, one of my friends was in from California, I don't know, about a year ago. Um, Liz and Lisa, you know Liz. Oh, yeah. Um, she, there was a woman chewing her gum so loud and so hard, she took a video of it, was there waiting to join the plane. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this would make me crazy. This, this. I knew a girl. My mother so had I carry headphones. Problem. My thing is I carry headphones. Oh, well, I guess that's, that's, that's a good way to cope. Um, but you knew a girl. I'm sorry. My I no, I was going to say my mom had the same problem. She just didn't ever want me to be that person because I had a friend growing up who would chew her gum like a cow. Is how my was mother, that Jennifer? Um, yeah, that was Jennifer. And um, I should be saying that. No, but <laughs> Everybody was named Jennifer back then. It's fine. Everybody, no, it was this, this girl that I, um, I was in Girl Scouts with. And my mother was always like, you are not doing that. <laughs> and so the way that she kept me from ever doing it was when, uh, the way, well, the way she ever kept me from, the, oh, I can't talk today. The way she kept me from doing it was by telling me that nice girls don't chew gum. <laughs> and so she wouldn't let me chew gum, period, because she never wanted there to be even a chance that I could chew gum like Jennifer. Mm. My mom was a gum snapper, and I would say, this really bothers me. Can you not do that? And she would say, I'll do what I want. Mm. I was trapped in a car on the way to Virginia Beach with eight, for eight hours once with my mother snapping her gum. The fact that I did not kill self, comma, others, I think, is heroic self-discipline on my part. All that snap. Well, there's so many, like, rude things that people do socially that become pet peeves, and it's just... Like, see, like I said, you, you have more than you think. Rudeness be, is bad. Be polite. Be polite. Respect each other's personal space. Personal space is actually one of my big ones. When I go to Costco, that store is the size of a small state. Oh, yeah, yeah. And for you to just be, oh, here's a big one. Speaking of Costco. <laughs> okay. So, you know when they give out samples? I avoid them. I hate the samples. I won't make eye contact. Don't give me things. I don't want things. Sometimes, I'm like, the food could be something that, if I go in there hungry, I'm like, oh, a sample. Oh, no. I do. I'll Fletch have and I were like, sample. we will avoid entire aisles for samples. Oh, I will, I will sometimes want to partake in the samples. Hmm. But then, people will literally plow you out of the way to get a slice of pizza that's the size <laughs> of a postage stamp. And then they will let their germy children, who are like coughing up a lung, take their own piece Ugh. off the tray. And I'm just like, really? Like, why does someone else want those germs? See, once again, parental immunity. Mm -hmm. They have that. I don't have that. I get sick every time I'm near a child. And so it'll let like, <clears throat> and they're reaching over the tray. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I was going to have a sample, but I'm not doing it anymore because yeah. it just grossed me out. So anyway. I think that we need to live in a bubble. Both you and I, probably more so for me now that I didn't think I had pet peeves. So thanks for bringing my crazy Hooray! out. Happy okay. Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that we should end this fun topic before okay. I really start to, like, rock and, and twitch and scratch. So uh, Good idea. Yeah, do us a favor. If you like what you hear, <laughs> rate us on our iTunes, because that'll help other listeners, crazy listeners, find us as well. For more about me and all the things I hate, um, check out <laughs> JenLancaster.com, and you can keep up with Gina and her proclivities at IamGinaB.com. Um, 
You can also email us at storieswetellinbars at gmail.com. And if you send us videos of yourself chewing gum, they will not be watched. At all. And you can participate in our challenge at... Um, Stories We Tell in Bars Fitness, fitness challenge. challenge. Okay. Now, now we've had a, a ding protocol that we ding each other when we say something assholish, but we forgot to today because there were plenty of them. So let's say we probably had five dings a piece each. Easily. And, and, and that's it. Yes. So there we go. Um, so now... You don't have to go home. But you've got to get the hell out of here, you and your annoying habits. (laughs) 